This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. Why, hey there, gentle podcast listeners. You're listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast for Friday, July 15, 2016. And this is, well, you knew we'd hit, uh, hit upon this eventually as a, uh, a Brattleboro history podcast. Um, so by way of a uh, teaser, I will say this is, in fact, actually the first all-nude Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. And with that teaser, we kick it off to trusty Joe Rivers for this week's edition of This Week in Brattleboro History. It was nine years ago this week that a naked skateboarder was stopped by police and warned that he could be fined $25, not for nudity, but for skateboarding on a Brattleboro sidewalk. You see, in 2007, skateboarding on sidewalks was against the law, but public nudity was not. According to the Brattleboro Reformer, almost a decade ago, our town had become known around the world for nude musicians on the common, guitar-playing nudists in Harmony Lot, a naked bicyclist pedaling along our streets, and a 68-year-old man from Arizona who visited Brattleboro just so he could stroll naked along Main Street during gallery walk. NBC News, the Boston Globe, USA Today, Fox News, National Public Radio, and the Wall Street Journal all reported on the nude goings-on in town. The Associated Press even declared Brattleboro the nudity capital of Vermont. Mike Nunziata, manager of Mocha Joe's, was quoted on National Public Radio explaining that newspapers in Jerusalem and Rome were also carrying the news of Brattleboro's outgoing nudists. The nude skateboarder who rolled through town on July 10th was actually from Massachusetts, and that was one of the concerns expressed by many to our town officials. People from other states were traveling to Brattleboro to join in on the nudity craze. It seemed while Brattleboro welcomed tourists, they liked them fully clothed. What started a year earlier as a publicity stunt by a few local high school kids posing naked behind their instruments to bring attention to their band was beginning to morph into something else. It was a 68-year-old gallery walk guy from Arizona who seemed to tip the scales in favor of limiting nudity in our public places. Interim town manager Barbara Sondag reported to the select board that there were a flood of calls to the town offices after the nudists participated in the gallery walk on July 6, 2007. Eleven days later, the select board met and decided that a temporary ban on public nudity in Brattleboro would be enacted. The temporary ban gave the board time to craft a more permanent ordinance that would clearly establish the no-nudity zones in Brattleboro. Surprisingly, when August rolled around, the select board reversed its decision and did not enact a nudity ordinance. Once the temporary ban expired, two women from People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals decided to take advantage by staging the first ever totally nude, bare skin, don't wear skin protest in Pliny Park on October 4th. This brought Brattleboro back into the international spotlight and motivated many in town to push for some nude limitations. Finally, on December 4th, the select board voted to adopt a permanent version of the emergency ordinance it approved in July, and public nudity in much of populated Brattleboro became illegal. Today, a visit to the town of Brattleboro's website, brattleboro.org, will find our public nudity provision in Chapter 13 of our town ordinances. It was nine years ago this week that Brattleboro was trying to decide if public nudity was an acceptable form of freedom of expression or an unacceptable public nuisance. While we were trying to figure that out, the police explained to the nude skateboarder from Massachusetts that he could be fined for illegally skateboarding on Brattleboro's sidewalks, and he quickly left town. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society Podcast. 
We hope you've enjoyed the program.